Happy Juneteenth, everybody. June 19th, 2020. Juneteenth followed tomorrow on Saturday, June 20th with the summer solstice, the official start of summer. And then on Sunday, Father's Day. Many things to celebrate as we head into this weekend. I'm Skip Orham, and you've punched up the Web Radio Today podcast. We're all ready to episode number 10. Thanks so much for deciding to push the play button and spend a little time with me talking about our faith and our fitness. On this journey, you and I, to improve our health, strengthen our faith, and fight disease. Next week, I'll be heading to Fort Lauderdale, Florida for a summer vacation at the beach. And like a lot of you, I'm going to have a little bit of a challenge finding time to do my exercises and an even more difficult challenge trying so hard not to overeat, not to lose control of my diet while I'm on vacation. And we will talk about that overeating on vacation challenge today. I'm also going to move us into the exercise element of the Web Radio Today disease fighting and fitness model. And I'll break that down for you as as we look at an overview of both cardio training and strength training. And then later in the podcast, so you're ready, you want Jesus to come into your heart, but you, you haven't really let him in yet. What's that all about? I want to mention right up front that because of my vacation, we're not going to have any Web Radio Today episodes that would normally be scheduled on June 26th or July 3rd. So that means that the next episode, episode 11, will be on Friday, July 10th. It's such a beautiful summer day here in the quaint little Nashville, suburban town of Nolensville, Tennessee, that I originally had thought about doing the podcast outside today, but I have so much going on right now, getting ready for vacation, and it takes a, well, it takes a little extra time to get that whole recording rig set up on my porch, so I decided to to bring the podcast inside today at my state-of-the-art Skip's Voice recording studio. And just about three minutes into the podcast, let's get started right now with a Web Radio Today mini-workout. After this mini-workout, let's talk about what you'll be eating and drinking on vacation this summer or during those long extended summer weekends. However, right now, this is where on every episode, we spend a couple of minutes getting your heart rate up, burning some calories. This is where you move in any way you can. Walk around, run around, jump up and down, dance, Whatever you can do to get your heart beating a little faster, to sweat a little. You can even do this mini workout if you want, sitting down. Just move whatever part of your body you safely can move while you're sitting down, or I know some of you are even driving. Time now to move a Web Radio Today mini workout.
All right, you can bring it down, slow down, and cool down for the next few minutes, but keep moving though, but right now you want to be moving at a much slower pace. Let's talk about the challenges that all of us face trying to maintain a healthy diet over summer extended weekends like the 4th of July weekend or, or when we're on vacation this summer. You really do need a plan so that you don't overeat or gain weight because if you gain weight over the holidays or while you're on vacation this summer, let me tell you from experience, it will put you in this, this uh, situation that I call post-holiday stress. And the reason for that stress is that you're, you're kind of mad at yourself for overeating and gaining that extra weight. And another very important thing is that if you eat a lot of unhealthy foods on vacation, sugars, foods high in fat and sodium, you might even put your immune system at risk and then maybe get sick after vacation. Here's my web radio today plan to, to help you not overeat on vacation or, or over the summer holidays. First, if you have a specific condition like diabetes, heart disease, cancer, you don't really have a lot of flexibility in your diet. You already know or, or really should know what foods that you have to stay away from. So in that case, it means there isn't any flexibility. So stay away from those foods that you're not allowed to eat. You don't get any vacation or holiday pass. You're fighting a disease, this is important. Don't let up, don't retreat. So step one in the plan is not to eat any of the foods that can kill you. And if you don't know what they are, if you have a disease, you need to find out what those foods are and stop eating them. Those foods you are absolutely not allowed to eat on vacation. Don't even eat just a little. Don't even give yourself a little treat because if you eat just a little, you're gonna want more and then it'll be like, what the heck, I'm on vacation. No. That's a no. These next steps that I'm going to list are to control overeating. And assuming we're only eating foods that you are allowed to eat. If you're allowed sugars, allowed to drink, allowed to eat foods high in fat, but because you're, you're trying to eat a more healthy diet, you've maybe successfully stayed away from those kind of foods. Well, congratulations, that's, that's awesome. But hey, it's vacation, it's a holiday, so maybe you wanna treat yourself just a little. I'm saying okay, you can, but, but let's have a plan. So in trying to control overeating on vacation, in trying to keep from gaining weight while you're on vacation, at meals, Go ahead and eat some of those foods if you want to, 
to have a taste, but only eat half portions. If your fist is the measure of a full portion, eat only half of your fist. That way you, you still get a taste, you can enjoy those foods, but it'll keep you from gaining excess weight. Now for the buffets and, and the potlucks. With buffets and with potlucks, only one trip. It helps me to, well, it helps me to use a salad plate instead of a regular plate for my one trip to the buffet. With sweets and with alcohol, it helps to plan for the next day. If you absolutely want to drink alcohol on vacation, limit it to one or two drinks per day. That's all you get. And it's easy to do that if you plan each day when you're gonna have the alcoholic drinks. Is it gonna be in the afternoon, sitting in the sun? Is it gonna be as a happy hour drink? Is it gonna be as a drink with dinner? Or maybe some kind of a cordial after dinner? Now with one or two drinks only per day, you can't do it at all those occasions. You can't be drinking during all of those occasions. But based on, well, what you think the next day might be like, what you plan to be doing the next day, when you think you, you might wanna use your one or two drinks per day, just figure out when that's gonna be and have a plan and stick to the plan. That sticking to the plan is not gonna be as easy as you might think, because we all know alcohol, and especially that second drink, is going to lower your inhibitions. So you need to be extra vigilant to make sure that you stick to the plan and only have the amount of alcohol that you planned for that day. One drink per day, that's the best scenario, or two if you must, no more. Sugars and sweets are a tough one because if you're like me, if I have any sugar at all, I get the sugar high, it slams me back down and I want more. It's a tough battle to fight, especially on vacation. If you wanna treat yourself to sweets, sugar while you're on vacation, treat it the same way that, that you do alcohol. Allow yourself one helping of sweets per day and plan for when that's gonna be on the next day. Number one, do not eat foods that you must avoid because of your condition. Number two, plan in advance. Have an eating plan. Half portions of every high fat, fried, or otherwise bad food. A half portion, remember, is half of your fist. Only one trip to the buffet or, or food table if it's a potluck. Plan for only one or two drinks per day. And number six, plan for one undersized serving of sweets per day. If you follow these steps, you're gonna be able to keep your weight gain on vacation 
under control. And it's going to help your mood too. I promise you this. It'll help your mood not only on vacation because you're not feeling guilty all the time and it will for sure help your mood at the end of your vacation when you're back home. You may gain a pound or two on vacation. That's okay. The goal is just not to overdo it. You don't want to lose everything that you've worked so hard for already. Let me tell you from personal experience, coming home from a vacation, having gained a lot of weight, that's only going to increase your post-vacation blues. Stick to the plan and have a great vacation this year. Starting with the next Web Radio Today episode, episode 11, which will be released on Friday, July 10th, we're going to move deeply into the exercise element of the Web Radio Today disease-fighting fitness model. That model has seven elements, faith, exercise, diet, attitude, positive imagery, music, and knowledge. But let's spend a, a couple of minutes on this episode breaking down the exercise element. Effective exercise has two parts to it, heart training and strength training. We do a little bit of heart training on every Web Radio Today episode when we do our mini workouts. Heart rate training means getting your heart rate up a little higher than your resting heart rate level for 25 to 30 minutes every day. That can be walking, dancing, running, jumping up and down, or any of the, the different type of cardio machines, treadmills, stair steppers, spinners, and so forth. That higher heart rate will, well, it'll help you burn calories. It'll help you get rid of fat, and most important, especially those of us in our 60s and 70s, is that it will build your heart strength. The other part of exercise is strength training. And no, in your 60s and 70s, you can't say that you don't need strength training anymore. You actually need it more. I'm not talking about bodybuilding, but I am talking about building strength, increasing muscle mass, an important Web Radio Today truism to remember. Muscle burns fat. You need muscle strength. You don't want your muscles to go away. You need them to keep you fit to allow you to move and to keep you from getting fat. Muscles burn fat. On our next couple of episodes, we'll talk about how you can add heart training and then strength training into your disease fighting and fitness plan. And everything we do on Web Radio Today, we're specifically gearing it towards folks who are in their late 50s, their 60s, and their 70s. I'm not going to ask you to do anything our aged old bodies can't do. Beginning with our episode on July 10th, Exercise on Web Radio Today. For some reason, 
This Father's Day, more than others, I've been thinking a lot about my dad. Perhaps this cancer battle that I fought earlier this year, maybe that's what's making me think more about my dad than I, than I normally would on Father's Day. You see, I didn't know my dad real well. He died when I was a little boy, eight years old. The doctors at that time, their thought was that maybe the scarlet fever that he had as a child contributed to his very sudden death at the age of 28. I have only a few memories of him. My brother, he was not even two years old when my father died. So most of our memories of him, our knowledge of him, they came from stories my grandfather and especially my grandmother would tell us. I remember how sad they were at the time, but I can't even imagine what they must have been feeling. They were just barely in their 50s, and here they were losing their only son suddenly, not too many years after he came back from the war. I knew that my dad was in the Navy during World War II, I knew he was on a ship which was destroyed by Japanese kamikaze planes in the South Pacific. But I didn't know the, the details of, of what he went through. When my grandmother died, one of the things that she left behind was a handkerchief that my dad had in his pocket while he was trying to survive in the waters of the Pacific, fending off sharks and and Japanese air fire after his ship was destroyed. Out there in the cold December waters of the Pacific with, with some of the other men who had survived the initial attack, fighting off not only Japanese guns that continued to attack them, but, but sharks in the water. Trying to, to keep each other alive and, until they could be rescued by the other ships in the convoy. His ship was the USS Reed. During the Reed's final two weeks in the water, they'd been attacked every day by some pretty heavy Japanese firepower. They were in constant combat, able to sleep only one or two hours a night in shifts. The men on that ship, they fought hard and were tired during that long two-week period of combat. And then, during that ship's final night, December 11th, 1944, the Reed, the men on the ship, they were attacked by seven Japanese suicide kamikaze planes. The ship, the USS Reed, was mortally wounded it rolled over violently and sunk. That kamikaze attack, the sinking of the ship, it was over in less than two minutes. Mm -hmm. 
103 heroes, U.S. sailors, died. The survivors, which included my dad, they were out there in the water. They were continually being strafed by Japanese planes, and not only were they under attack by the planes, but they were also under attack by and fighting off sharks. They were out there in that water helping each other to stay alive until they could be rescued. I was never told that story. I suspect my dad never told the full story to either my grandmother or my grandfather. Those World War II guys were the strong and silent type. God bless them all. Almost 50 years after the sinking of the reed, there were some audio recordings made from interviews of the survivors that were still alive at the time. And it's from those interviews that I was able to understand what my dad had experienced during those two weeks that winter in 1944. This Sunday night, on Father's Day, when I break out a bourbon on the rocks, the first time, first drink I've had since my cancer surgery in March, before I take that first sip, I will be toasting my father. From all of us, who really never had the chance to know you, Dad. Here's to you, Joseph Charles Oram. Happy Father's Day. Thank you for your service. Let me add that this Father's Day I'll also be thinking about my other dad, Ted Rector, the gold standard in Stepfathers, also a World War II veteran, member of the greatest generation. Here is our Web Radio Today featured song, Joe College, American Dream. to call your own Well thank God for those who gave their lives to make this the home of the brave Hey Come live the American dream Set yourself free and fight for your beliefs Raise your hand Years gone by, we've fought our 
blessing it is to be a father. Like you, I I can't imagine my life without my children. They're all adults now, and I'm I'm so proud of them, and I love them all so much. And for us baby boomers, hey, being a grandparent is is very cool, too. It's awesome just to to think about the love that we feel for our children. 
that love we feel for our kids, it's, it's such a complete love. When you think about the love that you have for your child, I think it's, it's just so easy to understand and appreciate the love that, that God has for us, because He loves us the same. A father's love for their children, it's a total and complete love. It never goes away. Psalms 103.13 says that, as the father shows compassion to his children, the Lord shows compassion to those who fear him. God made us. He created us, his children. He created us in his image, and, and then he gave us the world and he gave us our free will. And then he further showed his love. Think about how much God loved us. We were lost, sinners, the world becoming a darker and darker place. And then like my, my favorite Bible verse says, everybody, this is a father's love. John 3:16 proclaims, God, he loved us so much that he gave us his only son, that who believed in him would not perish, but have everlasting life. Our Father in heaven, taking us from the darkness, offering us the light. A whole lot of people have made the connection to our Father in heaven and his love for us, giving us his son Jesus, who then died for us so that we might be saved. But then there are some others who have, well, in theory, they've made the connection. In theory, they believe. In theory, they want Jesus in their life. But in day-to-day -day practice in their lives, they haven't really yet given themselves to Jesus. They haven't really let Jesus in. Are you like that? I was once. That's kind of sad to know Jesus, to believe in him, but to not let him in your life. There is so little time left. We, we don't know, there might not be really any time left. Let Jesus in now. You know the stories. You celebrate. You believe the Christmas story. You believe the Easter story. Now it's time to make the full commitment. Open your heart. Open your life to Jesus. He can help you solve your problems. Accept the love that you know is there. Accept the forgiveness of your sins because you know He will forgive you. He'll even forgive your waiting, your slowness, your delay in letting Him in. You already know and, and believe that He died for you. Take advantage of that. Have eternal life and let Him in. Let me ask you if you might do this. 
in honor of Father's Day. Honor the Father who gave His Son, that Son who He loved as much as you love your children. He sacrificed His Son to die for you. As this summer begins, why don't you walk into the light? You don't have time to think about it anymore. Accept the love and forgiveness. Let Jesus put his arms around you and walk with you on your journey. I have been so honored and pleased with the response to web radio today. We continue to expand our listener base. It seems like every day we, we add listeners from a different country. That's so cool. If you like the Web Radio Today podcast, please tell your friends about us. Ask them to listen. We're on every major podcast platform, every one of our episodes as well as audio clips of, of special sections of each podcast. They're all there, available for you to listen to. You just, you just punch a play button at webradiotoday.com. My show notes are also posted at webradiotoday.com, and there are also transcripts of parts of each episode. If you want to get in touch with me, if you want to talk with me, you can email me at skip at webradiotoday.com. I appreciate, I read, and I answer each email. Since we're not going to have another new episode until July 10th, this might be a good time for you to catch up with some of our earlier episodes if you haven't had a chance to listen to them yet. All of those earlier episodes are very relevant and part of the overall picture of what Web Radio Today is all about and our plans to strengthen our faith, fight disease, get and stay fit. Enjoy the summer solstice tomorrow, Father's Day on Sunday, and then the July 4th weekend coming up in just two weeks. And I'll be back and ready to go with a brand new Web Radio Today episode on Friday, July 10th. Until then, may God bless you. And for the Web Radio Today podcast, I'm Skip Orham. Bye, everybody. Bye.